To Sam and Maggie hate Glee. Woo. We're Sam and Maggie, and we hate Glee. Yeah. Um, we're in our childhood home where yes. I currently live. Uh, we're at our kitchen table, which has been our kitchen table for ever two decades. Yep. Um, so that's fun. That's like a fun, fun memory lane. Yeah. Um, the episode we watched this week was called "The Power of Madonna." Yes. It's the second episode in this second half of the yep. first season. Also known as episode fifteen. Um, it originally aired April twentieth, twenty ten, with twelve point nine eight million viewers, which is down from last week, which was thirteen point six six million. I so. mean, it's uh, it's not uh, surprising that they're down because last week's episode was not. Great. I mean, the, we talked about how there was a big promo push yeah. before um, the second half of the season. And last week's episode, um, it, especially to the layman, I think would seem confusing yes. and assaulting. Yes. <laughs> it was It was not the best episode. Um, so, but in order to try to kind of recoup, I think, mm-hmm. get some of those numbers back, this week's episode, if you don't know, if you can't tell from the name, is all about madonna Madge. yeah um it's as we uh have talked about before there's themed episodes every now yes. and then in glee and but this is the first um one artist centric yes yeah so this is gonna come seen. up again because yep. i know there's at least another couple of episodes that are yeah i mean in this in in this second half of the season there's at least the lady gaga episode yep and then at the beginning of the second season there's the britney episode yep uh yeah, yeah. and so, I mean, I don't know if they're more past that, but they're definitely, we definitely have a couple where they were like, oh, we got all the rights to this artist's music. Let's use all of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, these are the ones that they have to splurge all the money on, right? Yeah. This is this is why they do like the un, like the music that's in the public domain whenever they right. go to competition. <laughs> it's not just because Will's obsessed with Journey. Yeah, it's also because they used up all their money on the mm-hmm. ones they do in rehearsal and say suck. Anyway, so this episode starts, um, instead of having a recap this time, we actually start with Sue's journal. So she's journaling. Love um, it. We've seen it before. Um, but she's talking about her love for Madonna. Um, she calls her the most powerful woman to walk the earth. Um, and then we see a clip of Sue telling Figgins that he has to have Madonna played on the speakers all day. And as you can remember, Sue um, is blackmailing him. Yes. Because of a... he She roofied him. Yes. Convinced him that they'd had sex, took pictures of them in bed together, even though she was fully clothed in a red tracksuit, and has promised to show those to his wife and church. Yes. If he does not listen to her at all times. Yeah. And she also tells this um, in this interaction that he has his wife's number on speed dial specifically mm-hmm. for this purpose. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah. So she tells him that he has to have Madonna played over the intercom yeah, all day. Because she loves Madonna. Yep. Uh, she really respects Madonna. She talks about how Madonna left. She didn't graduate from high school because Figgins is like, oh, that'll distract kids from learning. Yeah. And uh, she's so like, oh, well. Um, Madonna didn't even finish high school. She just went to New York with $35 in her pocket. I have a list of students yes. that we should do that to. Yes, and that will come up again later. But um, the other thing we find out, Sue is going to have a cheer routine Yep, that is based on Madonna. So that's why she is getting so into Madonna at yeah, this she's, moment. Yeah, she's trying to pump up the Cheerios with Madonna. Not even just the music, but like the true embodiment. Yes. Which we see in the next scene as yes. she discusses with her Cheerios what it's um she's like oh santana what does your bracelet say yeah wwmd right what would madonna do yes and um she informs all the cheerios so madonna dated younger men so now all of the cheerios in order to get into the same like i don't know psyche yeah the freshmen have to troll the middle schools (laughs) yes so try to find some uh find some some younger men to young men uh and we keep going. I yes. think that's the end of that glee scene. Card. Yep, we get the glee title card, and then we move to what I call gal pals. That's right. Because um, uh, Je- Rachel is talking to the other girls in the glee club. Yep, she's called a little meeting of sorts. Um, well, it's more of like they're just sort of hanging out there, yeah, and, and then... Rachel decides to co-opt it. Yes, um, and talk about her boy problems. Yes, she's like, so say that I am dating someone. Say that we went to a Wiggles concert. <laughs> and then it got us really hot and riled up, which is gross. Um, no, so yeah, she's. We find out that Rachel is a virgin, um, and that 
she. I we mean, are. I mean, we already knew that. Yeah, but it comes. It's important for the scene because Jesse asked her to do it. Yeah, um, in a sort of uh, slapdash, unromantic way, which he's got to know is not going to work on Rachel. Yeah. Well, he he says something about how it's not a big deal, mm-hmm. and then Rachel's like, "It is for a girl." Well, which... I think that's in reference to like a Madonna song. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, the but, for a girl yeah. song, which we do end up hearing in yes. this episode. Uh, but if you can remember, she's not supposed to be dating no. Jesse St. James. So this is all very, um, yeah, well, under the table that she's asking. Yeah. It's great. Cause she's asking, she's friends. asking the people who are like, you can't who, date Jesse. Don't, don't date this guy. Quit. Yeah. Um, and Rachel's like, so say I am dating somebody, but you don't know him. He lives in Canada. Uh, <laughs> also if he, like, what am I supposed to do with the teddy bear that he, that I want for care him? Bear. Yeah. But I want for him at the state fair. He, he left his care bear at my house. <laughs> um, they all look disgusted, which I think is pretty funny when she's talking about the sex also, stuff. Also, and then uh, you pan over to Will, who is oh, in this room yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, what? Please stop talking about your teenage sexual lives in front of Will, please. It's yeah. bad. Don't. Well, so before we talk about that, because he does eavesdrop creepily. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a moment where um, Rachel's asking about this. And Brittany and Santana are like, Santana's like, just don't say no. Just don't say no. And then Rudy's like, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? And then she turns and says, sorry, sorry Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Which I think is yeah. pretty funny. Um, uh, and then we find out that And, somebody, Mer- and yeah. Mercedes is like, oh, I can't wait to have somebody be upset that I'm saying no. And yeah, because like, she's like, the last, ma- the last person I did was the mayor of gay town. Which, yeah. again, they didn't even really date. Like... Well, no, it's the last person she liked, I think oh, is how okay. it's phrased. Um, and, I mean, it's not surprising that we haven't gotten a romantic plot line um, yeah. for Mercedes because... We don't get any plot lines for Mercedes. <gasps> yeah, there's that. And also, uh, the sexuality of black women make uh, lots of people... Yeah, and who's writing the show? Yeah. Three white men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing that we get in this scene is that Tina also tells us about how Artie is a big douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about how, like, Artie has been, like, a real doucher, <laughs> t- telling her how to dress, yeah. and, like... He, he tells her that the goth phase is over, so mm-hmm. she needs to dr- she needs to uh, shape up if she wants to date him. Yep. Um, and so Will is eavesdropping creepily, and he's an incredible... Like, to be fair, he has the appropriate response to this, which is, what the fuck is wrong with all of the people yeah. at the school? <laughs> it's, it's, he's more of, like, why are the boys such dill holes and it's like yeah. well they're teenage boys yeah. so there is that yeah um uh he asked why they haven't talked to emma about this because she's yeah. the school counselor rachel says she did no and i did and then we, we flashed to um a scene with emma in with emma and rachel in emma's office yeah and emma's like you know what this would be a great topic to discuss with your mom and rachel says i have two gay dads <laughs> And then Emma doesn't really have any comment Emma, for that. Yeah, Emma's <laughs> eyes just get a little bit bigger, even if that's, like, not very physically possible. And uh, the scene basically ends. Yeah. She's just like, oh, well, all right. Yeah, well, and the only the only other note I have about this is, so Will, um, Will's like, oh, well, then we need to do something. And then Quinn makes this the feminist episode. Yeah, Quinn is like, oh, well... Uh, misogyny starts in high school we yeah. don't ha- we don't get equal pay bye <laughs> yeah, so like women make 70 cents to every dollar a man makes and where do you think that attitude starts it starts in high school well um, it starts it starts before that it for starts sure. in child uh, it starts at birth <laughs> but so anyway then we move to um emma's office yes we get some of the pamphlets we get we get a close-up on some of the pamphlets as mm-hmm. we're going and i i wrote down one of them help i'm in love with my stepdad yep those are some really good pamphlets <laughs> pamphlets for sure uh and uh the part the premise of this scene is it's will mm-hmm. discussing with emma why if she isn't comfortable talking about the teenage sexual lives of the students um She's at this a, school yeah right and will is like listen uh you probably need to have sex with me yes. <laughs> so, well, so so okay. that you can be good at talking about this <laughs> yeah i so, mean that's not what he says but that is what is implied. implied yeah so she's talking about how she feels inadequate for the sex talk because yeah she, and she's she says she does mention i did make a note she does mention that there are bad role models for teen girls when it comes to sex like ann coulter oh yeah <laughs> no she ta- she's like she just says that there's bad role models for girls yeah like Lindsay lohan and who's the other person? I don't and know. Anne, but Col- Ann Coulter is definitely the third one. And it's like, yep. Um, nice. But yeah, so Will offers to help, which uh, which means 
what exactly? <laughs> of course, it means that he's going to have sex with her so that way she's more comfortable with sex. It's just dumb, yeah. right? This can't be the first time that a student has come to talk to Emma about sex either because yeah. she's definitely been working at this school for a while. Yeah. Like three years or something, right? Yeah. This cannot be the first time. No, it's probably the first time that a girl without a mom did. Sure. Do you think yeah. that that's been her go-to is to just <laughs> yeah. be like, go talk, talk to your, your mom? mom. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I, I have no... So... I just feel it doesn't really make sense with Emma's character. I feel no. like Emma would like have coherent and cogent points to say on yes. this topic. Yeah, I think I think she, in my opinion of Emma, like the characterization that we've done of her, she's definitely willing to do research and learn things yeah. about things even things she's uncomfortable with so For like, sure it doesn't make sense it's like oh she's never had sex so she's she can't she doesn't feel comfortable talking to other people no. about sex either because emma's a very smart she, emma knows what sex is exactly. it's not yeah. like which oh, yeah so um man. emma uh proposed this idea of uh kind of a girl saving team yeah to kind of help the uh glee club girls get their lives in order and like get over get 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 these boys in check because they're being douchers. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Will wants to join the girl-saving team. Yeah. Um, but uh, he also says, we can help you, too, to Whatever. Emma, which is offensive. Whatever. And- this is just so... Fr- it's very frustrating <laughs> yes. to, like, watch this show treat Emma's... Like, she just she's just not a very sexual person. Right. And while she might want to have sex with Will eventually at some point... Yeah. Uh, she's like expressed that interest sort of, but right. not really. It's yeah. more of like Ben Will being like, will yeah, you have sex with me? And Emma being like, maybe. It definitely seems like one of those things where Will, like Emma is doing it because she thinks that's what Will wants her to do. Which it's is not because gross. she wants to do it. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's just, it's frustrating to see that the, that this, this story is so focused on the eventuality of having sex. Right. It's really upsetting when it's like you don't. That doesn't need to be the answer to every question. Maggie, you, you do know that's how this is national television, right? It's like, stupid. That's, <laughs> that's Wait, the plot of just, all. Just because it's much all national television. Just because it's stores. TV doesn't mean that we can't criticize it for being. What oh no, it is. I'm not saying we can't criticize. I'm just saying like let's have <laughs> realistic expectations. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and so Will Will hears Madonna in the Cheerios rehearsal. Um, which we see some, like, so he, he kind of creeps on into the gymnasium to watch And them. we get, we get to watch the Cheerios rehearse yes. as well. Um, there are Cheerios on stilts. Yeah, there's some dudes and chicks and stilts, which is really impressive. Yeah, the routine is intense. I'm pretty sure Sue, um, like, describes it later in the episode as overproduced. Yes. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so Will gets yeah. really into it, and in his typical Will way, where he's, like, bobbing his head and, like, closing his eyes or whatever. Yuck. Um, and then it ends, and Sue criticizes them. Yep. For... She she got, she got pulls up her megaphone, classic Sue fashion, yes. yells some shit into it. Um, it what's funny is the, the Cheerios, she, she tells them to go hit the showers, and the mm-hmm. Cheerios, like, comfort one another as they're walking away. Even the <laughs> still like, holding ones. holding hands and stuff, yeah. Um, and Will's face drops when Sue criticizes them because he thinks that he she's thought, a bad he, teacher. Yeah, he thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and then Sue sniffs and says, oh, hey, William. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, com- she comments on his hair again. Yes. And I get it. This is going to be a joke that is returned to yes. time and time and time and time again. Right. But I'm over it already. Like, I, yeah. I get it. Will's hair looks dumb. Yeah, I mean, she does She does make a joke about the Keebler elves in his hair this time. Yeah, which is, I, I, well, she sniffs yeah, because she's like, oh, I thought I smelled cookies from those Keebler elves in your hair. Yes. So. Um, but anyway, so then we uh, we move to a Glee rehearsal mm-hmm. where, surprisingly, Will stole Sue's idea. Yep. <laughs> and so they're going to do Madonna. That's the theme of the week. Um, and so he says, everyone has to sing Madonna songs. And then the guys say, that makes us uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's, my God. It, it's mostly Finn yes. who's like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. I re- I recently watched the Lady Gaga episode yeah. because I feel like I should be open and transparent with our listeners here. I watched the rest of season one. <laughs> and I'm into season two now uh, because uh. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Watching one episode a week is hard. We it were is. doing it before when it was on TV, and yes. it was hard to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. But um, anywho, yeah. um, in the Lady Gaga episode, Finn says basically this exact same thing. Yeah. He's just like, "Oh, women make me uncomfortable." See, I think I feel like it's Finn and Puck. I feel like Puck is a pretty big person in that too, where they're like, "Well, I think you I th- want to be chicks." 
<laughs> like, we want to do chick things. I don't know. Puck is uh, Puck is more of a trooper. I guess I would true. say. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we'll we'll come back to. He this complains a little, less. Yeah, we'll come back to this a little later on the episode. But yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, Shu calls them out for being sexist and misogynist, which yeah, is pretty cool. Uh, Glee's gonna solve misogyny. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Glee. Well, I mean, it's better than some of the other shit, Will. Like, it's definitely one of the better moments for Will when he actually calls out his students on their shittiness. Yeah, like, uh, there's one part where Will is just like, yeah, I'm surprised at your sexism and, dare I say it, like, misogyny. And I think it's Finn who's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, well, Brittany says, when I went, when I pulled my hamstring, I, I went to I had to go to a misogynist. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um... And uh, I, when uh, when she said that, I was like, she's probably not wrong. It's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I, I wrote down the uncomfortable thing because that yeah. is the one thing that comes back, like, especially when you talk, especially nowadays that, you know, we're in a bad place politically where we all sure. have to talk about racism and sexism, which is something we should have done anyway. But like yeah. when we had a black president, we all thought we got out of it. Well, we had solved racism yeah. then. Um, but that's one of the things is like for people that are privileged, mm-hmm. you, like trying to work and make it so that you know they're not you know they don't have more privilege than other people does make them uncomfortable well yeah like, because because point. it feels like you're being the, oppressed yeah. yeah well it feels like something is being taken away right. from you and it's right. like hey listen shut shut your fucking mouth. yeah it's not gonna feel good and guess what <laughs> that's how everyone who isn't um in the in the majority feels all, all the, time. the time so uh kurt says he wants to do a multimedia project yes Based yes. on Madonna, and Will is like, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah, he and Mercedes are going to do a multimedia project. Um, Finally, Will says, says, yes, Kurt, you can do this thing, <laughs> instead yes. of shooting him down. Yeah, Finn looks horrified about the fact that they have to do this. Yeah, um, Rachel... well, it's because Finn is a yeah. homophobe yes. also. Yes. He is very scared of okay, appearing gay. Yes. Um, Rachel sings Express Yourself as an example. Yeah. Um, we also get some Quinn and Mercedes um, kind of pseudo leading in there too. Yep. Because um, the girls join and uh, then it cuts to a stage version with them all in like uh, pantsuits. Yes. Oh my God. Shirts. It's amazing. Because yeah, it's, it's the girls trying to um, convince the boys that Madonna is cool. Yes. And they're wearing, they, um, we jump to a stage version of this number where they're wearing like Madonna outfits. Yes. It's like a corset top with um pantsuit pantsuit yeah. and a blazer yeah uh, and damn they look awesome and the song is great yes it's really good it is like, really good yeah because there's not really a mean soloist like no. they're all just singing together and it's really sweet yeah um and the dancing is actually pretty good too yeah it's um, good choreography uh and during it we get some clips of like the the because it, the men, the boys are in the audience yes. um, watching. And there's a bit where it shows Finn and he, like, looks a different direction. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, get what is that out. supposed to mean? Get out of here. Yeah. It, well, you know, this show is just so bizarre, right? I know. Because it's like we're supposed to think that we're supposed to like Finn, right. I think. I... But they try to keep telling us to not like him. Yeah. And not only that, like, he's supposed to be the leader of this club or whatever, but right. he's so, he's like... Such a fucking downer all the time yes. about everything that they do. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, he, if well, anything... Maggie, he wants to sing Dad Rock every time. Ew. And he wants to be the lead with Rachel. So that way he can grind his body on her. Ew. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. Take Mike Chang, for instance, right? Yeah. Mike Chang always has the best show face. He's the best dancer out of the whole bunch. It's true. And he's always very enthusiastic about everything that they do. Yeah. So why isn't Mike Chang the leader of this? He's in the football team, too. Maggie, it's because he's other Asian. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's because Will doesn't see himself in Mike Chang. Because Mike Chang is a good dancer, <laughs> has a great show face, no. and is very enthusiastic. Will's, Will's an okay dancer once he gets once he, if he's doing a specific kind of dancing. <laughs> but if he's rapping while he's dancing, then it is pretty bad. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, well, let's let's move on. We'll, yeah. we'll have to talk about Madonna stuff again, because it's, it's an entire episode. Um, so the next scene is a Britannia scene. Yes. Um, they're in the hallway. Madonna's playing on the speakers, because and, Sue got that. Yeah, the Cheerios. Like, uh, during these hallway scenes, you do get to see people wearing Madonna costumes, yes. basically, yeah. which I assume are Cheerios, who have well, been told to dress like Madonna. But the weird thing, so this comes up again because there is a song where yeah. we see a lot of these people. But the issue is that um, there are also people dressed in Cheerios outfits. Yeah. So I, don't... I think it's that some of the Cheerios might have gone for like a Madonna look. Well, 
our my guess, and I was watching with Chris. Our guess was that um, uh, the there were people who, once they realized that Madonna was playing on the speakers all day, went and changed. They sure. went home and changed into their Madonna looks because it was the perfect opportunity to do so. Sure. And they came back to school dressed as Madonna because Madonna was playing on the speakers. Um, I think. But no, this is like a different day than that first day. Are you sure? I mean, I, I it's gotta be Glee. Glee episodes usually cover like a week. Yeah. Anyway, so we're we're seeing because Brittany. this is Madonna week, Sam. Okay, yeah. come on. We're seeing Brittany and Santana in the hallway. Brittany is talking about her new boyfriend. Yes, he's seven. Wes Brody. Yeah, he is a he's on her sister's soccer team, and he's a he's a noted seven year old. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, she has a great Madonna look though. Brittany is dressed up as Madonna in yep. this scene. Um, Santana decides she so. She's like, I need to date a younger man, too, in order to comply with Brittany this Brittany tells thing. her to date Finn, because yes. Finn is three days? Yeah, I think three days younger than her. Three days younger than Santana. And so um, she decides to take Finn's big V, um, which is his finescence or it's, his virginity. It's his, it's his virginity. Um, yes. Because, so yeah, she, she approaches him um, because Brittany says that if you take his virginity, he has to, like, he'll follow you forever or something like that. Something because, like that. Yeah. Whatever. Santana goes up to Finn and propositions him. Yes. Basically. And she also says that he's as sexy as a Cabbage Patch Kid. Uh, she tells him straight up, she's like, I, I'll take your virginity. Let's yeah, let's this do is, this. Well, the best way is she says, this is a win-win. And he says, well, it, but like... And Santana's like, no, it'll make me look better for the Cheerios because I'll be dating a younger man. And what's her? What's the I, other thing? Well, it's it's a win. She, yeah, she describes two two reasons why it's good oh, for it'll, Santana. It'll make her. It'll make her. Um, she'll be able to. She'll be head cheerleader because she did what yeah, she wanted. She'll she'll be head cheerleader and so she'll she, be dating a younger man. It's a win win for Santana. For me, it's a win win for me. <laughs> and Finn's just like what? Huh? Yeah, and so um, he see like so. I don't think we get any resolution as to whether he's going to do it or not. We don't. It's but, a, it cuts to commercial. Yeah. Well, but Santana does tell Finn about Jesse because yes. she she reveals that Rachel was asking about it. Well, yeah, because uh, Finn is like, no, I'm in love with Rachel. I can't have sex with you. Yeah. And Santana's like, um, she's with that Jesse kid. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Which is news to Finn, but only to Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, so then well, the... because Finn had told Rachel to not date Jesse, so he assumed yes. that she had done that. Yes. No, no. No, no. Um, so the next scene um, is what I call the Sema scene because we get Sue and Emma. Cool. Um, so don't you mean Alma or Ellen or? Well, Ar- Arlene, Eleanor. Arlene doesn't deserve Madonna. Arlene. <laughs> is what we learn in the scene. So um, Sue is pumping, is having Madonna pumped through all of the intercom except for the intercom in Emma's office. Yeah, specifically. Emma, and Emma's like, "Hey, why did you? Why is Madonna not playing in my office?" And Sue says. Oh, well, I had your intercom disconnected because you don't deserve Madonna. Yes. Um, because she just she says that Madge is like a powerful sexual force, basically. Yes. And she's like, well, you're too sexless for that. Yeah. You're like a panda at the zoo that refuses to mate. You yes. don't get to listen to Madonna. Yeah. Kind of a big bummer there, Sue. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Not great. Um, but so this is kind of adding fuel to the fire for Emma to think that she needs to. Yeah. It's more asexual oppression. Take, take her, take her sexy, t- take her sexy back in some way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically telling Emma that there's something really inherently wrong with her, which yes. is such a bummer. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is one of the things Sue does. That is one of the things every character in the show does regularly is tell Emma there's something wrong with her. So that sucks. Um, so then let's move to the next scene because I want to talk about that one. Anymore. Let's do it. Um, so uh, I call it mashing up because Finn. So Finn confronts Rachel about Jesse in the choir room, um, and he says, "I never thought you'd lie to me." Which again, like, no, why? <laughs> why do you think that? Why do you think that? Because you lie to her all the time. Like you lie to Rachel all the time, and you broke her heart. Like. Last fucking week. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I have a note that Finn gets squinty during the scene because that's what he yeah. does when he gets angry. It's He's true. like, he squints at the person. Well, when he is... gets when he gets sad, he also squints. <laughs> so anyway, um, then Rachel gets him to sing uh, a mashup of Borderline and Open Your Heart, um, where Rachel mostly leads and Finn plays the drums with mm-hmm. the Africa face. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is such... <laughs> Such a strange reference to be making. Well, That's mean... a get him to the Greek reference? <laughs> yes. Jesus. The thing is, is that, like, I'm pretty... 
You, you're making the joke for me. No one else is going to know that joke. Now they will because you said the movie name. They're like, oh, yeah, there was that shitty movie with Russell Brand who, and what, Jonah Hill? Yeah, but I don't want to make I don't want to make anyone watch Get Him to the Greek. No, only if <laughs> you've seen mean. the movie, you'll get the joke. But if you haven't seen it, don't bother. Don't it's watch it. It's not worth it's it. It's bad. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, they're they singing uh, Madonna, obviously. They and, are. Um, the, so there's some non-diegetic and some diegetic stuff, but they're there singing are. in the library, um, which... Yeah. What, so, first of all, they're singing in the library. Nobody... You're supposed to be quiet in the library. That's, like, why nobody likes them, is there... And there is a there is a plot line in a later episode where some Glee Club members specifically sing yes. in the library yes. to be badasses, I think. And it's, like, a big deal that they're singing in the library. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, um... But so uh, there's also Finn is also throwing books on the floor mm-hmm. during this, which I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, you he's piece a of trash. He's garbage. an upset. He's an upset boy, Sam. <sighs> we're we're trying to solve misogyny in this episode, but it's not going to happen unless he gets his toxic masculinity on everybody. Yeah, that's true. Specifically, um, I, Rachel. Here's the because there is some parts where they're in the hallway as well singing this, and mm-hmm. that's where we see a lot of the like random people dressed as Madonna, including kimonos and pantsuits and. All sorts of stuff, which is just really good. Like, some really nice looks. There's only the one kimono, though. That's not well, kimono gate. This, is, this, isn't, this isn't RuPaul's Drag Race. There's only <laughs> one kimono. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, so that's that mashup, Borderline Open Your Heart. Um, and then we cut to Kurt and Mercedes chatting in the hallway. Yes. Um, and Kurt starts the line. So here. Well, they it, were discussing Kurt's multimedia project. Well, yes, but before that. They, mm-hmm. We cut in, and they're in the middle of this conversation, and it's right near the end, and Kurt says, I'm going to Kabbalah. Do you think that's okay? Oh, well, it's because that's a Madonna thing. Like, they're doing oh. they're doing Madonna things. Madonna's okay. into Kabbalah. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I was confused. I thought it had something to do with Rachel, because I know Kabbalah's no. like, like a Judaism, it's a Jewish like mysticism. Thing. Yeah. But it's just like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying yeah. that for me. It's, um, like a, it's like a thing that a lot of celebrities do. Oh, okay. You know, like how celebrities were like wearing red strings around their wrists and things? That was and, a Kabbalah thing. Okay, okay. Or Scientology I was going to say, thing? or Scientology. <laughs> it sounds like Scientology. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, so then uh, in front of them, they're, so they're talking about the multimedia project, and then in front of them, Sue confronts Will about Madonna, about the fact that he stole what she was doing to do for the Glee Club. Um, yeah. She's like, hey, wait, I heard Glee is doing Madonna. Cheerios are doing Madonna. Yeah. There was. This has been my dream since I was, before I was born, I don't know, something. Well, she talks about... Uh, yeah, well, so I don't think we get to that quite yet, because um, in this scene, Will says that his kids will do Madonna, and then he says, Sue, cut it out with the hair jokes, and then he makes jokes about her hair. And where... here's here's one fucking thing about Will. He'll says, he, he will say, one burn, and then be like, oh, snap! And he, wa- he like, leaves the hallway, like, biting his own fist, like, like oh, oh, snap! And, like, walking backwards, like... Like, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that joke I just made? Oh, well, and it's just... Well, so here's God the thing, damn, Will. He makes two jokes, and one is he calls, yes. he says that she looks like Florence Henderson, which isn't an insult in any way, shape, no. or form. And then he says, how's that flow be going, which is like a hair vacuum. Like, it doesn't... What? What the fuck is a flow be? Yeah, that's... Well, that's the thing. It's his jokes aren't good, because they're not... No, they're bad. You have to Google <laughs> the things that he says. Um, but so then uh, he does the thing. Yeah, he, he does the thing. He bites his fist. He walks out backwards. He's like, oh, I'm so cool. Look at how I burned her. Um, the thing is, which is that, like, Sue never Sue, does. Yeah, yeah, Sue never does that, which is why you get so furious, Will, because yeah. she never gloats about the joke she just told because she doesn't need to. Yeah, but so Sue is... Um, Sue gets very upset. She rampages away, but Kurt and Mercedes see the exchange... And decide um, to go talk to her. Well, and so we see that the wheels start spinning. Um, and then we see um, in the same scene, because we're in this hallway, yeah. Finn is prepping to talk with Santana. And then he goes over to at, and agrees to have sex with her. Yes, because after this confrontation with Rachel, yeah. he's decided that he doesn't need to save himself for Rachel or something. Or whatever. Or he's upset with Rachel for dating Jesse. I don't know. Whatever. Or, or lying to him, maybe. Who knows? Who cares? But the thing is, is that, like... One, she's not really lying to him. She's just doing what she wants to do. Yeah. Finn is just upset that... W- well, that- she did lie to him. She did say that she wasn't dating Jesse anymore. I suppose. Well, so in the last episode, what happened was Finn was like, hey, I don't want to date you. I want to find my inner rock star. Yeah. And Rachel was like, okay, that was a not cool thing for you to say. 
I'm angry at you. Yeah. And then later that same episode, later in that week, Finn is like, I've decided that I would like to date you. And Rachel's like, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. not doing that. Yeah. Um, no, I know. I and, and yeah, but I don't really care. Like, I mean, it's going to be important in a minute that he agreed to have sex with Santana. We'll come uh-huh. back to it. Um, anyway, the next scene is Kurt and Mercedes talking to Sue. They come into yes. Sue's office. Um, and then Sue gives us her backstory. So she tells us about how her parents were famous Nazi hunters. Yes. Which will come up again, so don't forget. <laughs> and then, so um, she reveals that she has a handicapable sister is, what, is how she refers to her sister. We've already met her. We have met her. Um, and then, Jane is her name? Jean, I think. Jean. Yeah. Jean. Um, but uh, then she talks about how since her parents were famous Nazi hunters, they were gone a lot. So, so she, she had to raise her sister, basically. Yes. Um, and then she talks about a Madonna album that came out. Well, so, so what happened was she talks about how um, she and her sister would, because they didn't really have many toys, we, they would play with household cleaners. Yes. And use it to like try to like bleach their hair well no they such. tried to bleach their hair because of a of a madonna album that uh, came out when they were yes. kids and they were very much inspired By so madonna. yeah yeah so uh sue is like oh well let's dye my hair blonde yes and using then it, this industrial cleaner and suppose and so then she tells us that her hair got permanently damaged because they used this industrial cleaner and she on had it. to cut it off and she had to cut it off and uh kurt is like so if it's this album came out then then you're 30 and she's like i'm 29 <laughs> That's Sue. Sue says that she's 29. Um, she's played by Jane Lynch, who is well into her 40s. Yes, but it's very good. Well, we've had that joke in the past where uh, Sue's like offhandedly is like, oh, it's just so hard when you're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, so then Sue reveals that the reason she picks on Will's hair is out of jealousy because she can't grow lustrous locks like he does. Yeah, she was she she was she had hair like like Will. Yeah, and um, so uh, and. Mercedes and Kurt are like, okay, we can, we can help, we can help you. We're, we're gay and black. We can help you. We make culture. That's <laughs> exactly. what they say. Kurt's like, we're, I'm gay and Mercedes is black. We make culture. Like, no. <laughs> it's kind of true. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the setup for a later scene. Um, <clears throat> Kurt's multimedia one. project. Yes. The next, now, the next thing we have is Jesse and Rachel having a secret library meeting. It's very cute. Uh, what happens is uh, Rachel is going through the library. She sees a book fall on the floor and she looks into the shelving and she's like, Jesse? And Jesse is there. He's like, Stephen Sondheim, I'm in this section because Stephen Sondheim is the only composer that can really encapsulate my, like, what? what is it? Like... like- his shame or something it's like, like his shame and like uh like sadness or yeah. something like yeah. narrative sadness is, i think is some it's something about that yeah which it's very um you know it's a very jesse or very rachel thing to say exactly and he expresses his um yeah he apologizes he apologizes to rachel yeah. for trying to pressure her into having sex he realizes that He's like, I thought it was not going to be a big deal, but it clearly is, and I'm sorry for treating it yeah. as if it wasn't. Yep. Which, you know, is like the only decent male character we've seen in yeah. this episode Yeah, and so he far. tells Rachel that it should be like romantic and yeah. great because Rachel is those things. Yes, and he says that he'll he'll wait for whenever she's ready. Yeah. And he'll maintain, he'll, he'll fastidiously, he'll make sure that he's fastidiously groomed mm-hmm. to ensure that he's ready whenever she is. And, and- at the end of this scene... Rachel replies with, I'm ready. Yes, because she feels like it's probably because Jesse just puts off such a like heady, like heady, charismatic (laughs) sexuality. sexuality. Yeah. Like, damn, I think it's just, I think that's just Jonathan Groff for you, you know? Yeah, but so Rachel kind of breathtaking. Yeah. Because he's so, because he is a very, he's very gentlemanly to her and says, Well, he says, I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to, it's very, it's going to be romantic. He says all the right things to Rachel. That's kind of like Jesse St. James's thing is to say the right thing to, I hope I didn't get caught on the audio. Well, I I stopped talking, so maybe you could cut it out. Okay, good. Um, Jesse St. James just says the right thing to Rachel in the right moment every single time. That's sort of his, that's true. Stick. Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, so yeah, the scene ends. Rachel says she's ready. So then the next scene um, is uh, Will and Emma. Uh, Will compliments, like, or is talking about like the football team. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, and then Emma says she's going to have sex, do the nasty with Will, with Will, like the big Mo, 
Madonna. Yep. Because she because Sue got to her with the intercom bullshit. Yes, and uh, she's like, "Hey, I'm going to be at your house at this time on Saturday. We will be having sex." Thank you very much. I think it's on Friday because I think all of these dates are happening on. Oh, okay, Friday, Friday. then. Um, but so Will acts cool about it, and then when she leaves, he like fist pumps like a bro, Gross. which is disgusting. Because, like we said, like this whole thing is really just Will trying to get in Emma's hands. Like none of this which is, is about really the other people. It's about Will being an asshole. It's upsetting because it just makes every single scene where Will's been supportive to Emma and been like, "Hey, listen, like." Yeah. I, I want you to like be as comfortable as possible or whatever. It makes all of those scenes just seem like Will is waiting to have sex with her. Yeah. It which is them. It, yeah. It's just really sad. Yes. It sucks. Emma deserves somebody who is better than Will. Yes. Well, I mean, that's true. Everyone deserves someone better than Will. Um, true. Even Terry. <laughs> yes. So the next scene is the multimedia project. Yes. Um, and it's Vogue. It's, it's a, a music Vogue video. video. Yeah. It's a music video for Vogue. Uh, instead of having Kurt or Mercedes be Madge in this, it is Sue Sylvester. Yes. Dressed as Madonna. Yes. In the multiple costumes. Yes. And she also has a variety of wigs is mm-hmm. another important part. Um, uh, so it's it's all in black and white. It's like... It's like the original Vogue video. Um, yes, it's basically a shot-for-shot recreation almost. Yeah. Um, and we have some um, buff-ass buff Cheerios dancers. Yeah, some fit male Cheerios that are showing their muscly bodies. Um, I just have to wonder, like, so all these male Cheerios, we never hear any of them talk. No. None of them are in glee. No. But we have to assume that they're all straight. Yes. Well, I mean, we don't have to assume that. Maybe they're cool gay kids and nobody talks Except, about it. Except, no, because Kurt has been like, no, I'm the only out gay person at this high school. Maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they out with each other, but not with Kurt because hmm. he's not cool. I know I shouldn't I shouldn't assume that every male cheerleader is gay. Eh. That's that's stereotypical, I mean, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just kind of just wondering, where are, these, where, are these yeah. pe- where are these people? Because yeah. they're, they're into dancing, yeah. so why the fuck aren't they in Glee Club too? Because it's not cool. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, Sue is a better dancer than Finn, because mm-hmm. we got some clips mm-hmm. of Sue dancing in this music video. Um, and then there is the line in the middle of it where Madonna um, kind of does a speaky bit, mm-hmm. um, and so, Sue inputs her own... There's some there's some altered lyrics. Yes, Sue, Sue mentions her own name, um, and also says, Will Schuster, I hate you. To which, it's great because in the video, like, Kurt does a double take in the yeah. next scene, He's which like, is well, funny, <laughs> but like... Yeah. I guess they only had one shot, maybe? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this music video is strange because, yes. well, it's more of like the the way that it inserts into the show is yes. a little strange because we don't really... Well, there's a there's a bit of a lead up because Artie... Because they, they were working with yeah. Artie and the like, Artie's video in the production AV... kids. Ar- yeah. Artie is in the AV club also. Yes. And they... Uh, and, and so it starts with... They're in the Glee Club room and it's like... There, those Artie and some of those guys are up against like the back wall where the whiteboard is, yeah. And it's like panning across them as they're getting ready to do action or whatever. And once they say it, like it kind of like, like it goes into the camera. It just turns. It just turns into the music video, like the finished music video. Yeah. And the reason why it doesn't really like I understand for TV, that's what we want to see. We want to see the finished music video. It's the most. It's the more fun way to do it. Yeah. It's a thing that we'll come back to time and time again, where Glee is skewing logic to go for a visual, Glitz. which is fine. Yes, right. It just—I would really appreciate if they wrote it so that they didn't have to askew logic because right. they don't have to. They just do it anyway. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So that happens. We get that music video. The next scene is the spiritual six way, like in Sense Eight, <laughs> <laughs> because. Um, it's Rachel, Finn, and Emma all on their Friday night dates. Oh yeah, this is sort of Sense E, isn't <laughs> yes, it? Yeah. Uh, they so we uh, we open the scene with Finn, Rachel, and Emma all looking into mirrors. Yes. Um, we cut in between them. Uh, Finn is wearing, I think, just like sweats. Yeah, like a gray T-shirt or something. Rachel is wearing uh, a purple nightie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes. But that has like a shawl bit on it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Emma is wearing um, also a nighty. Yeah. I think it's also purple. Yeah, I think she's wearing a pink one. It's slightly different yeah. than Rachel's. But yeah, so um, essentially, it kind of starts with Rachel is in the bathroom because 
she and Jesse are like going to do it. Yeah, and it's a it's a very Rachel thing to stare at yourself in the mirror, trying to pump yourself up. Yes, um, but so then what happens is all, all three of them and their sexual partners, Jesse, Santana, and Will, sing like a virgin. Um, which together to they be, all sing it together. Yes. To be fair, this is probably the reason they made this episode, right? Well, like, yes. <laughs> no, this is the reason why the the virginity conversation is even happening was no, no. because they knew this Madonna song was going to well, get sung. Well, our, the question that we, that we had was was it did they have did they get the rights to this song and then we're like we should do a Madonna episode. I think and it just was do it around all like no, everything I, else because of I this. I think the idea was that they were going to do a Madonna episode. Yeah, you know because as we've talked about before, the Glee writers' room I think it's sort of similar to the choir room where somebody <laughs> goes in. You know, Ryan, Ryan goes in and he just writes <laughs> something Madonna. on the board. Yeah, Madonna, which. Because there's going to be episodes coming up that are just like that one. There, there's one named Home. I'm sure he just went in and wrote Home on oh the whiteboard. Yeah. You know, so he goes in, he writes Madonna, and then somebody's like, "Oh, you know what we could do? We could have a virginity plot line and use the Like a Virgin song." Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So then this happens. They sing Like a Virgin um, with Jesse Santana and Will. It's a. Uh, it's hot and heavy except yeah. for the like santana is sexy finn isn't no yeah well and like <laughs> emma and will aren't really i don't i didn't really get i don't know emma, emma and will are like the ones who are going like most hot and heavy i would say i guess that's true it's uh really more uh rachel and Je- rachel is like really hesitant yes. with jesse yeah she looks sort of like terrified. Yeah, a little bit during parts of it. Yeah, which is upsetting. Yeah, well, so so the settings for these three, it's Rachel's room, which we've seen before. Rachel's Rachel's bedroom, Rachel's sex which dungeon. is where, <laughs> which is you know it's uh, it's strawberry shortcake <laughs> sex dungeon, right? Um, and then uh, a motel, which we find out later. I wrote down St. Tana's room originally, but we find out later no, it's that it's in a motel. And then Will's room, Will's apartment. Yeah, <clears throat> um, and it cuts. And then so what it does, they get through this entire song. And, and then guess it, what? It was a dream sequence. Yes, it didn't actually happen because it cuts to all three of them still looking in the mirror before the sex acts. Because we get the thing where Jesse calls into Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Are you ready are to you, go? And yeah. Or he's like, are you all right in yeah. there? Yeah. Um, and so uh, so then we don't find out. The Here's the thing. I don't like the fact that this is like the way the plot is. Yeah. But we don't find out if they had sex or not. No, we do. No, not now. Not in this moment. Oh. All yeah. right. Like, like it kind of leaves it up in the air. Because we, like, we it, got to commercial, right? Yeah. It makes it like a mystery as to if they had sex or Ooh. not. Um, so then, uh, I don't know why I titled the next scene KMS. Oh, Kurt Mercedes Sue. That's why. Um, because it's back in the hallway where Kurt, Mercedes, and Sue. Yes. Um, because Sue walks by them and she well, kept her old look. Because Kurt and Mercedes were like, oh, yeah, we gave so many cool new outfits to, yes. to Sue. We can't see what look. Can't wait to see what look she chooses. Yes. And then Suze walks back in. Same J- Jane Lynch hair. Same tracksuit. Yes. Here she is. And then so they, uh, we, we get a cut to a Figgins scene where the reason why Sue isn't didn't change her look is because she well, tried. She, yeah, she had adopted a part of the costume from the <laughs> Vogue music video. It was just the cone bra <laughs> yeah, and on top of the tracksuit. Apparently she poked some kids' eyes out. That's multiple right. Multiple kids' eyes out. <laughs> um, but so uh, Figgins tells her that she's an original. She doesn't need to copy Madonna. And she's is, like, you know, you're right. <laughs> this is a weird place for that moral to come from, but whatever. Um, but so then, yeah, so Sue kept her look is the main thing that we're getting yep. from this. Um, so then uh, the next scene is a Glee meeting. Um, Finn asks about how Rachel's date with Jesse went. So this is the, this all happened on Friday, so this is on Monday, I assume, that all yes. of them are having this conversation. Um, he asks how her date with Jesse went, and she says it was great, um, and that she had sex with Jesse, well, and then we see... Then we get a flash yep. back to uh, Friday night when Rachel's come out of the bathroom and she yep. tells Jesse that she's not ready. Yeah, she she doesn't follow through with their plan. And Jesse's chill about it. Yeah. Um, and then Rachel asks Finn about his date with Santana, and he says he didn't have sex with her. And then we flash back to that hotel room. And we see that he actually did. Cause he they were, did. Yeah. And, and Santana's like... Well, Finn is talking about how he feels empty or whatever, yeah. how he thought it was going to feel more like more than this. And Santana's like, I'm hungry. You got to buy me a burger. Yeah, well, it's good because he's like, I thought it would I thought it would feel different. And so he was like, yeah, you, it took me about 20 times before the accomplishment really kicked in. 
<laughs> um, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, they, uh, but so we see that Finn did go through with it, even though he lies to Rachel and says he didn't. That's right. Yep. And so, um, there's no really, there's no reason why he needs to lie here, but he yeah, does. Yeah. They both lie to each other and I don't think there's a real no. need for them to do there's it. There's no they need for it. either of them to lie. I think Rachel lies because she wants to seem cool. Right. And Finn lies. Don't know because, why Finn lies. I guess because I he doesn't want to seem, he doesn't want to like, slutty. I guess. Like, I think he wants to seem cool too. Like he is upholding his original, like I'm was saving myself for you kind Whatever. of thing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, so the next scene is a Wemma scene. We find it out is. Emma didn't have sex either. Yeah, they just I guess heavy petted. Yes. Um, <laughs> Will Will does tell her to stop apologizing for not having sex with him. Yes, which is a good thing. That that was very good. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, um, because Will also says he said he says like I've been t- I've, we've been telling all these boys in glee club that what they've been doing is wrong but i haven't been walking the walk that's very true yes will <laughs> it well it it just takes like usually the path that will follows is he does really shitty things until yes. emma finally tells him what you're doing what, he, what he's doing is shitty and then he's like you're right you're right <laughs> except he never says that he, he's never like you're right emma he's like i, learned, I am I figured shitty out that i'm shitty i figured out that own. i am shitty <laughs> um yeah, and so he tells her that he will not be dating her until his divorce is finalized because he hasn't actually divorced Terry yet. Yeah, and he, like, it's like what we've been talking about. He's only been in one relationship in his whole life, basically, yeah. and he really needs to get his fucking shit together before he talks to anyone, yes. let alone any any sort of romantic interest. Right. Will just needs to fucking get his life together. God damn it. It's true. Um, the other thing he says, though, so he goes from being kind of like, we're like, oh, yeah, Will's finally coming, like, getting getting to where he needs to be. And then he tells Emma, well, I do this. I want you to get help for your problems. Ugh. <laughs> so Gross. He, yeah, he, um, uh, uh, he, he essentially, he, I guess he looked into what therapy their insurance from the school would cover yeah. and kind of gave her some names for that which she does appreciate but yes um he also he brought her shoes for her because she left her shoes at his apartment because i guess she ran out i think cinderella she ran style. out yeah cinderella cinderella style left her shoes there um and she does appreciate his help and says like thank you for you know being willing to help me with yeah this. it's just it's but. kind of upsetting how they how glee has attached emma's mental illness to every aspect of her life yeah. like being like oh well she has ocd which is why she doesn't want to have sex with people right um which doesn't really seem to be the like i think it's part of yeah i mean it could be part of that i i think i think part of it is honestly like to be fair neither of us have any experience with ocd it no, might be don't. the case that like ocd does it impact could. you in every way sure but also i think Part of it is that they, it's just easy. Like it's an easy out for it, them it to is. make every to make everything be like, oh, like she doesn't want to do that because she's OCD. I mean, it's we don't even have like a like a solid diagnosis of what Emma is dealing right. with either. Exactly. So it's they're just treat they're treating her not wanting to have sex as a mental health problem, right? Which is bad. That, that's bad. That is bad. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, then Jesse arrives in Will's office. Mm-hmm. And then the scene cuts. Yes. Um, and then we cut to... Well, well, Jesse's like, hey, can I talk to you? And right. Mr. Shoe's like, uh? Yes. And then it cuts to commercial. Yes. Um, and then we get a Glee announcement. So we find out that Jesse is transferring to their high school and joining the Glee Club. Brittany, um, seeing Jesse and Will right next to each other, says, Mr. Shoe, is this your son? <laughs> Which is a good one, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, she's not wrong. They do look very similar in this moment. Yeah. Well, so... Here's the thing, though. So in this scene, yeah. it starts out with Finn saying, now you're just trying to hurt my feelings, which is a very Rachel thing to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so now, now everything you're doing is trying to hurt me, Finn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kurt also complains because now he's like, now I have no chance of getting a solo. Which is not inaccurate. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, well, mostly because Will doesn't fucking give yeah. solos to anyone other than the, the, lead. Than the quote-unquote leads. lead, yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone else in Glee Club is not 
down. They're not happy they're, with they're us. They're not happy about this. Except Jesse is a three-time national champion. That's true. Um, and Jesse does say it's for Rachel. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm doing this for Rachel, specifically. I'm like, here for Rachel, yes. <laughs> um, oh, because part of the reason why she said she couldn't have sex with Jesse was is, because it was for the it team. Would, it would break up the... Yeah, because she can't... She didn't want to, like... Yeah. Just the generic, like, for the team which, excuse that we hear time and time again. Which, honestly, does paint Jesse as a kind of will... A will-ask figure. Figure, because sure. now everything, if we look back, we're like, oh, he's doing it to get into her pants. Well, <laughs> but I think it's more like Rachel is even telling him that it's not just having sex with him. She right. can't really be in a relationship with him yeah. because of in... the team. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so this is how we're going to solve that problem, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Well, th- thank God. We need more Jesse St. James in our lives than in this true. show. Yes. Um. But yeah, everyone else is upset. And this won't be the last time that we just have people transferring. No. Because, nilly. because they want to be with somebody or be around. Yes. Um, Whatever. <laughs> so then the next scene, um, we see the Cheerios perform for some kind of school assembly, I think. Yeah. Um, because all of the student body is in the gym to watch them. Um, they do Four Minutes to Save the World featuring Kurt and Mercedes. Yeah, Kurt and Mercedes are on the Cheerios now. Yes, they're wearing Cheerios outfits. But they not are. like... Not like the Cheerios outfits we've seen. They're wearing like much more modest Cheerios outfits that are like regular shirts and like pants. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it's like the... Instead of being like the tank top and skirt combo. Yeah. Well, I don't think Kurt would be wearing one of those anyway. No, but like Mercedes isn't. She's wearing pants. Yeah, which this gets discussed in the next episode. So let's oh, okay. not get into it too okay. deeply. I didn't know that. So, okay. Um, but yeah, so everyone is surprised to see them there, especially Will. Yes, Will is like, what the? Yes, and they have a band for the music, which is nice. They do, and actually, it looks yeah. like people who are actually playing. Yeah, <laughs> which is good for once, yeah. You know, like, uh, this is a deep cut, ref- well, not even a deep cut reference, this is kind of... Are you uh, talking about getting into the Greek? No, I'm actually talking about Easy A. Oh, okay, there's like yeah. the there's yeah. the scene at the end of the uh, at the end of Easy A where yeah. she does the big music number with yes. the pep band. Oh my god, yes. Uh, but the, they're, all their instruments are like... This basically, they're, well, I, I just gestured. I just gestured for Sam, but all their instruments are like about instead of being parallel yeah. no, or perpendicular to their mouths, are like sort Almost of a, parallel. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're very far down. Yeah, um, and it, their embouchures are just trash. It doesn't make any sense. But at least in in Glee here, it looks like people are actually playing. Yeah, you know what that so, reminds me of when we were in marching band. I yeah. remember seeing a brochure for some. For it must have been uniforms or something. Okay. But on the front of the brochure was a woman in a marching band uniform holding yeah. a saxophone, but her mouthpiece was upside down. Oh <laughs> and shit! It was blatantly obvious. Oh shit! I'm like, somebody should have told you. So like, the reed was like on top. Yes. Wow, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So there's a real band. They're playing. It's cool. Um, I had a note. So while during this music number, Quinn laughs in a good way because, like, yeah, she like she's not on the cheerleaders anymore, so she's wearing like normie out, normie clothes. And but it cuts to her in the audience, and like there's like some other people too. But she's kind of like giggling, like and she th- like in a fun way, like not she's in, like, excited. A mean way. She's excited yeah. to see them on the Cheerios. Yeah. Um, so then after this, uh, Will confronts Sue and finds out that Kurt well, Chiro, the, this, Kurt this number Chiro. is really great. Yeah. Oh, um, the number is fantastic. Mercedes and Kurt are wearing um, like lav like, mics. Yeah. That, they're, like, they're wearing like Britney Spears. Like, yeah. Like Britney Spears um, on the ear yes. head mics. Um, and uh, they sing great. The song's fun. And there's dancing. Yes. and Yeah. And yeah. the Cheerios are doing their routine, which involves a lot of, you know, acrobatic type stuff, which is cool, too. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then Will confronts Sue, and he finds out that Kurt and Mercedes are Cheerios now. They are on the Cheerios. Which he he turns to them, and he says, it would have been cool if you give me a heads up before doing this. And they say, it'd be cool if you gave us a heads up before not giving us solos every week. Yes. <laughs> they they have evaluated their options, realized yes. that at least on the Cheerios, they're going to have a chance to shine. Yes. So they've decided to be on the Cheerios and in Glee. Yeah, they're doing both. Um, and Sue shits on Will's hair. Yeah, not, not literally, she, but she just says some more shit about Will's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we it essentially means we're back to because Will had the thing where he's like, "You're not going to talk about my hair anymore," and then he like burned her hair or whatever. And yeah. Then now she's like, 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I stole I stole some of your Glee Club members. I'm gonna keep making yes. fun of your hair. Yes. And uh Kurt and Mercedes are like, Yeah, we're not gonna stick around for this. Bye. <laughs> yes. Um so then the next scene is the dudes from Glee Club. Yes. They sing um what They are all around the piano. Yes. And they sing uh what it feels like for a girl. Is or that what the it's name like of to it? be a girl, I think. Something... I don't have the actual name of it. I was not good at Whatever. But, it's yeah. Well, so um, it's it, they're solving sexism here. It's great. Yes. Um, <laughs> they sing "Most Like a Girl." Finn and Artie lead. Um, Will does some like weird conducting bullshit. Oh it's, yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not for time. It's not for emphasis. It's just random hand gestures. Well, like, it's sort of like he's cueing people in. Except sort but, of. Like, but they're not getting like they're all no. Singing. They're all singing. Uh, anyway, um, then um, after they finish the song, Puck is transphobic. Sure, what does he say? Um, I didn't write down the exact comment because it was gross. But he says something along the lines like, why do I need to know what, like, why do I need to know what it's like to be a girl? Like, yeah. I'm a dude or something. And um, so, yeah. So, like you said, they're they're solving sexism in this scene because Finn is now on the side of how they've been treating the girls like shit. Yeah, Finn is like, hey, no, I know what it feels like to be a girl now. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've sung this song, I understand. Yeah. We need to stop being so so douchey or yeah, whatever. Well, um, yeah. So then, because Artie does have that moment of realization too, he's like, "Oh, I've treated Tina really badly." Mm-hmm. And then Tina kind of femi- like it cuts to a scene where Tina kind of I put Tina feminist Artie. Well, she goes up and she's like, "Hey, you need to stop talking shit about my body, what I'm wearing, yeah, telling me what to do." No. And then she like walks away with her hands in the air, like, "Yeah, yeah fuck yeah." And like, and, and so in the, we come back to the scene where he's like, "I think Tina." Like, I think I've been treating Tina poorly. She's <laughs> pretty good. Um, but uh, Kurt says, as an honorary girl. Oh, that part is pretty gnarly, huh? Which I was like, oh, geez. that's not how it works. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how any of this works. Being a gay man does not make you an honorary girl. Yeah. That's not how it works. Um, but then, so so we, like you said, we solve sexism in the scene. All we the do. boys realize that they've been real douches. And mm-hmm. um, Will says, yeah, I really need to learn the not objectifying women lesson too. But Which get, I'm like, yeah, you fucking did. You think? Guess what? Guess, guess what, listeners? I'm going to clue you in on something. Uh, as somebody who has watched the rest of season one, part of season two, and, you know, I have watched the show before, whatever, it, this, it, the sexism is not solved. <laughs> well, spoilers, Maggie. They're still douches <laughs> for the um, rest of the series. I really hope the audio comes through. <laughs> it's just whispered for like a full like 20 seconds. No, please stop. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so we, they sing, the song is good. Um, I, I wish I'd written down why I said Puck is transphobic, but he does, he says something where it's like, yeah. why do we need to know how it is to be girls? We're dudes. Or yeah. Like that. And it's like, or I think it's like he's, he says something along the lines of like, I like being a dude. Yeah. I don't want to think about being a girl. Yeah. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Where it's like, it, sure. Yeah. It, I don't want to, I don't want this to come off as like me being like SJW or whatever. It's like, oh, like there's something wrong with somebody being like, oh, I like being a dude. Like I want to be a dude. What's, wrong with, being, wrong, with what's that. wrong with being SJW? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, but like he's, the issue is I didn't write it down, but he does say something that is blatantly like. Uncool. Like, people who are dudes shouldn't have to think about what it's like to be a girl or something yeah. like that where it's like, okay, like, yeah. Anyway. Um, so the next scene, I called it making it right because all of the dudes are making it right for their ladies. Um, already apologized to Tina and yep. they kiss. So it looks like we're getting back on that. I'm train. pretty sure they're, they are dating. Well, they might be now. I think I they know. were before too. I think that's why he was telling Tina what she could wear and like well, how yeah, hot he her body said, was. He also said something shitty about how it's like I don't care that you lied to me about your stutter anymore, but you need to change the way you dress. Oh. Yeah. It's, but anyway, so they they kiss, and then Finn apologizes to Rachel and says that he really liked her. Yeah, I really liked you, Rachel. Um, and then he does welcome Jesse, and here's what he says. Yeah, and let's hear it. He says, "I'm tired of carrying the male the male vocals all by myself." Ugh. Fuck you. That is just not true. It's so untrue. It's like, not true at Kurt all. can sing so much better than you. Artie but I, can sing so much better than you. Artie, like, Artie yes. <laughs> they carry the male vocals. You're the weak point. Like, fuck you. I guess uh, I guess in Finn's frame of mind, Kurt isn't singing the male lead. Like, no. he isn't singing male vocals, maybe. Yeah. I in just, Kurt and Finn's frame of mind. It doesn't, Artie is. Artie is Ar- definitely No, Artie definitely vocals. is. So, yes. anyway, fuck you, Finn. Yeah. 
Well, um, in general, Finn's a bad person. Yes. So then um, we, so the next, the next scene is they sing like a prayer. They do. And it features Rachel, Finn, Kurt, Mercedes, and not Jesse for some reason. Um, but they well, all wear... they couldn't they couldn't pay f- to have Jonathan Groff <laughs> sing this episode. Fair enough. They yeah. couldn't afford it. Um, they all wear red tops, kind of like they did for the original yes, Don't Stop Believing. Uh, Rachel is wearing um, a red sweater vest on top of a white t shirt. <laughs> yes, and then hey. um, but uh, so during the middle of the song, um, the curtain they're on stage. They're yes, on the they are on stage. stage. And at, during the middle of the song, the curtain rises, and there's a full gospel choir behind. Yeah, them. which you have to assume where do they come? Like, where yeah, do they, right? these people come from? Are right? they from Mercedes Church? Like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but like they are all black, and they're a gospel choir. So, well, yeah, maybe, like, and we we already we know don't know any other black people besides Matt Rutherford. They might be from Matt Mother- Matt Rutherford's church. Well, we already know that Mercedes goes to church. That's true. So we also don't know anything about Matt Rutherford. No. Besides that, he is black. And then he's had a spider in his ear. <laughs> that <once>. too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's good. It's a good song. Obviously, it's yeah. it's Madonna. It's a good song. And with the full gospel choir, it's nice. Like, it rounds it out with, like, a ton of vocals. And this is, it's, like, the yeah. same Glee thing where they're they're skewing logic for the final product. That's yes. fine. Whatever. Yes. Um, and then um, at the end of it, it ends, like, every Glee number. Mm-hmm. And they all raise their arms up in uh, that V. <laughs> to a big V. To represent virginity. Raising... <laughs> the big V. The big V card. Raising their arms up to the heavens. Yes. Um, but yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I think my only big thing with this is I was like, how does this help them? Like, why are no, they doing this? They're not doing... They're doing it for no reason. They're doing it to make an iTunes single. Exactly. like a prayer. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it the other day. This is sort of like if we saw what what the inner workings of Kids Bop was like. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, I mean, this is Kids Bop the TV show. Sort of. Because it's a ton of white kids mm-hmm. and, like, a couple minorities thrown in. Mm-hmm. For color. For spice. Um, <laughs> to, to sing songs and sell us music. Yep. To sing popular. This is this is making rap acceptable for high school kids that are in white is. neighborhoods. I suppose it is. Let's get into the podcast business. Yes, Because that's the it. end of the app. Yes. Uh, yeah, so. Gold, gold stars. Star. You go first. Jeez. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to give my gold star this week to Madonna. <laughs> okay. Madonna featured in the episode. Um, no, she's not. A, she, sometimes they have cameos. Um, but she's not. She's in not episode. in this one. No. I'll give my gold star to. Hmm. Hmm. You go first. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving my gold star. I'm I'm doing the Hadsies again because okay. in this episode they were a pair and inseparable. Kurt and Mercedes. Because, oh, that's good. Because yeah. they finally. Well, one the spoiler for best number I picked Vogue because I think it's very good. Oh no, it is very good. Um. So I love that. I love their multimedia project. Um. And also, I love the fact that they finally. Stuck it to Will. Yeah. It's like, you know like, what? Oh, we're going to do the Cheerios because fuck you. I'm going to do the same thing. So okay. Kurt and Mercedes both have full stars okay. for the app. Sounds good. And uh, so your, full, your best, best number is Vogue. Vogue. Yep. I'm going to pick Four Minutes to Save the World. Nice. There we go. We covered all our bases. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, most of the music in this episode is really good. Like, well, Madonna yeah, because it's Madonna. Good. <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the one that uh, Finn and Rachel sing. Borderline Open Your Heart. I yeah. like the mashup. I mean, I don't like Finn, but I like the way they mashed it up together. Um, and Rachel always sounds good. Yeah. But, um, and then, uh, what else do we have? Uh, uh, like a Virgin. Like a Virgin. Which is, it's a, it's, uh, some it's, of the most interesting cinematography that yeah, we get through but, the whole episode. But we do have Finn and tra- in it. And, like, the editing transitions are, like, yeah. not bad. And Santana sounds really good. She does. But I still am going to pick um, Four Minutes to Save the World. Mostly because I'm a big fan of, like, um, pep band horns yeah, with yeah. Um, with vocals. I think it's fun. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So um, those are our best numbers. And then rating. So I give this episode two of five slushies. I would slush right. it twice. Um, my main reason is because the dudes are shitty yeah. in this episode. Which, to be fair, is that's the, the part, point. That's the, par- that's the point of the episode. That's but, the theme. But the idea is that they solve sexism. Yeah, which is which not is good. Not, no. That's bad. Yes. Because it, do- it doesn't even work. It doesn't no. even ha- happen. No. So, um, but yeah. And then also, I don't really like um, 
I don't really like this virginity. Oh, I know it's bad. So that's and that's the majority of this episode. Because Sam, so. virginity doesn't exist. It's a construct. It's a construct. But yeah, so that's I, I slashed it two out of five times. The music is great. Some of the yeah. characters are fantastic, but like I just didn't really like the plot of it. And honestly, it's one of those things where again, like they were like, oh, we have all the rights to this Madonna music. What are we gonna sure. do with it? And it's like, oh, let's do a virginity plotline. I'm like, okay, like sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it three out of five slushies. Okay. And I have similar concerns that you do. I think it's um, this is real indicative of how uh, Glee doesn't really think through <laughs> anything, any, yeah. like a, what a storyline is. Sure, they're just like, okay, we're gonna theme it based on this. Yeah, great, done. <laughs> um, which no, that's not how writing television works. At least good television. Yeah. At least the numbers were fun. Vogue was really great. Maggie, that worked for Sesame Street. (laughs) The theme of this week is Madonna. (laughs) Just imagine the Sesame Street episode. Except here's here's the thing. Sesame Street would actually get to... They would get Madonna for a cameo. That's true. Uh, Glee didn't, so... (laughs) I mean, to be fair, Sesame Street might not be able to pull off the virginity plotline so well, though. (laughs) Well, it's like a virgin. Elmo was like a virgin. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Anywho, we're done with the episode. Next week is Home. home. Oh, great. I looked it up because I forgot to write it down. But um, yeah. It's got Christian Chenoweth in it. It does. And oh, God. Yeah. So um, the songs are uh, unrecognizable. <laughs> great. Yeah. So, so yeah, it looks like um, it, it, we're going to be doing that next week. And uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook if you search for Sam and Maggie Hate Glee or you go to facebook.com slash SNM Hate Glee. You can check us out on Twitter. Uh, SNM Hate Glee. Yep. Someday maybe we'll post tweets on it. I don't know. Um, you can well, also... I told Sam we should follow Ryan Murphy and um, Ian Fal- we just um, You know what we should do? What? We should just retweet everything that one of the Every, stars does. Yeah. <laughs> Every single thing. Maybe like Zach Woodley. He's like the yeah, choreographer yeah. and director for like a whole bunch of these episodes. We should just start retweeting him every single day. Um, but also... Uh, um, oh, I guess... Yeah, and our email is snm at gmail or snmhateglee at gmail.com uh, yes. if you want to contact us that way. If you want to share your thoughts. Yes. Um, the other big thing I think we just need to cover real quick there was a lot of news in the week. Oh, about yeah. So some of the stars. Mark Sailing yeah. um, just pled guilty to child pornography charges. Yeah. He plays Puck. Yes. We talked about it before. We talked about we it before to, because he had been he had been charged yeah. and arrested for it. Um, yeah. But he pled guilty this week. Yeah, kind of a big bummer. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't we, we know? We know. We don't want to talk about it very much though because it's not great. And, and we, yeah, because we're talking about Puck. We're yes. not talking about Mark Sailing. Yes, we're talking about Puck, who is a different character than this actor. Hopefully. Hopefully. Sam, do- Sam does like the irony yes, <laughs> that, the irony Puck, that Puck, Puck is interested in older women. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds gross when you uh, say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have not... more fun irony coming from the future. Yeah, which I'm very listen, our about, podcast so. is, we're going to try to avoid that darkness for at least a little while. Let's get yes. out of here. Let's yes. end this. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's it. So uh, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Ba, da, da, ba, 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 da, ba